0: This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Ambulatory Surgery Center's podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Prashanth Bala, Vice President of ASC Operations at Shields Healthcare Group. Prashanth, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today.
1: Laura, thanks so much for having me. Pleasure to talk to you and tell you a little bit more about our story.
0: Fantastic. Well, before we dive into the questions, can you tell us just a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I am the Vice President of ASC Operations for Shields Healthcare Group, uh, we are a relatively up and coming uh, ASC management company in New England where we currently have three ambulatory surgery centers, with the fourth on its way this year, and a uh, handful more uh, scheduled to come online in the next couple of years. I also serve as a capacity, in the capacity of the administrator for our flagship facility, which is a nine operating room ASC in central Massachusetts. And we predominantly focus a lot on orthopedics in all of our ASCs. But we are multi-specialty and and provide services across the breadth of uh, surgical care. So, but excited to talk to you today about uh, one aspect of what we offer, which is our Total Joint Program.
0: Absolutely. Well, I know Total Joints, especially in this past year, have really started to migrate quickly to the ASC setting. Could you tell us about your Total Joint Replacement Program, how you built it, and what makes it unique?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, thank you for giving us this opportunity to speak about this. We're really excited about what we're able to do in Massachusetts, specifically because our model is a little bit different, perhaps, than than most in this area. And uh, we, we pride ourselves on our ability to partner with hospitals and with physicians and physician groups to be able to extend that high-quality care that everybody in this community is at least used to from the hospitals, but now bringing that out into the ASC community. Shields is a family-run company. We have a Saying from our founder that that goes something along the lines of treat every patient like they're your mother, and from that perspective, I think what makes us unique is we have that sort of philosophy embedded into everything we do, and you know we start with just the mere fact that our ASC program total joint program within our ASC has. A complex care coordinator. It's a nurse who oversees the program and works with our surgeon offices and with the patients directly to ensure that they receive the highest quality of care. Um, it starts with coordinating with the office and ensuring that the VNA program, the visiting nurse program, is, is set up for the patient postoperatively. That complex care coordinator also does the preoperative education class and then also tracks and follows that patient for about 90 days postoperatively. So ensuring that that patient has received all the attention and care that they require. Um, with patients now kind of coming out of the hospital to seek out these total joint procedures in an ASC, we just want to make sure that they don't lose that sense of touch and feel that they may have gotten from the hospital with some similar programs. Ours is a little bit uh, softer in its feel. Um, you know, we, we try to focus on on ensuring that the patient knows everything that they need to know to help be a part of that recovery since they are going to be recovering at home. So we're excited by that. We built it with Surgeon Champions. We have excellent surgeons in our community that have wanted to start an outpatient program and and they they started to at the hospitals that they worked at, but recognized quickly that an outpatient program in ASC is better for them, better for the patients, and, and also better for the pairs. And so we worked directly with our Surgeon Champions, brought anesthesia into the conversation as well, and worked with all of the ASC leadership at our facilities to ensure that everybody was on the same page. And and that helps because that allows us to create sort of a standardized best practice uh, across our network. And so if a patient receives care at any one of our ASCs, any one of our SHIELDS ASCs, they're receiving that same high quality of care. And and we're continuously improving that process so that that we can stay out in front of the trends uh, of total joints and other high-acuity cases and ensuring the patients receive the best quality of care.
0: That's fantastic to hear. And obviously, the ability to provide that high-quality care is so, so important. I also know that typically there are cost savings when performing total joints and ASCs uh, versus the inpatient facility, if it makes sense for the patient. So could you talk a little bit more about that, those differences and what that means um, for, for the patient as well as the healthcare system?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's a huge piece uh, to this pie, if you will, or the puzzle for the overall economics of healthcare. And I look at the cost savings really in two forms. One is sort of the savings that the patient or the payer or the system in general saves when it comes to reimbursement. Um, It's published data that ASCs are reimbursed less than hospitals for the same procedures. In some cases, it's about 40 to 50 percent less. And that's published straight from Medicare sources. And so you can see that uh, where there is an immediate cost savings there. But I think the area where we have the strongest impact uh, on our ability to improve cost within the healthcare uh, system is really on that delivery of care. And so we work with our partners, our vendors, to ensure that the price of implants are appropriately priced to match that reimbursement, to match the site of care. Uh, we also work to save costs in terms of ensuring that we have the right staffing models within the patient care delivery, ensuring that our ASCs in general are staffed appropriately to ensure that we receive or we, we provide the highest quality of care most efficiently. Um, in our coordination of care, we have a smaller department of people dedicated to just these higher acuity cases, and so that allows us to keep our costs down uh, in terms of their ability to oversee the overall quality. And for most, Situations in ASCs in general, but definitely in our situation, we don't actually have an overnight stay. So I know some hospitals might do a 23-hour observation, or their patients have to stay a little bit longer into the day before they're discharged on the same day. We don't have that. And so, for example, our first total joints case of the day uh, would start at 7:30, and they're more often at home in time for lunch. But that first patient for a 7:30 start at maybe one of the local hospitals, if it's an outpatient is more than likely at home in time for dinner. And so those extra hours of being in the hospital requires extra people to, to be involved in ensuring that that patient's okay during that, that course of treatment. And that's one area where we're, we're, we're able to lower that cost of care by, by having that patient here when they need to be and then home recovering where they should be.
0: Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And you know it's really great to hear you've been having success with discharging the patients and then they have the support from um you know your program to be at home and feel good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we we help every patient coordinate uh, through coordination with a visiting nurse and so if the patient chooses to have a nurse visit them on the day of their surgery they're they're more than welcome to have that happen and a nurse will go check on them, make sure that their pain's tolerable and then coordinate that information back to us and to the surgeon's office to make sure that we can continue to follow up with that patient. And then just as importantly, that physical therapy, after doing the first assessment on site with us at our facility, a physical therapist will then work with them, uh, work with that patient um, until they're ready. So they get that home therapy. And ultimately there's, there's nothing better than being able to just recover at home. Um, I think, you know, patients are much better, you know, waking up and, and uh, feeling the comfort of their own bed um, as opposed to being in a hospital or or in a facility where they're for at least 23 hours. Just other noises, other sort of things happening in and around them, but home's always better and, you know, we, we appreciate their ability to get patients back to where they're most comfortable. Got
0: it. That makes sense. Now, how do you anticipate your total joint program will grow in the future?
1: Yeah, no, we're excited by that. I think you brought it up earlier where you talked about how patients, especially during the pandemic in the last year, may have been seeking other opportunities to receive care. And I think that's one of the areas where a lot of doctors, surgeons in our community, in our area have been able to modify their practice to start incorporating outpatient total joints And so I think that's just going to continue. I think more and more patients are becoming consumers. I think more insurance companies are also getting more involved in reducing the cost of care. And so I see uh, more patients looking for surgeons that have an outpatient total joint program or a location where they can do so. I also see more surgeons advertising themselves as being ones that can do outpatient total joints as as much as our hospitals have done to take care of our communities during the pandemic, I also think that there's a great deal of partnership that we've been able to achieve in helping those appropriate patients make it to the outpatient setting within our ASCs. And so we're excited by that. But I also think it's going to continue to grow. I think you're going to see a larger percentage of patients having an outpatient joint, whether it's at a hospital or at an ASC. And that starts with Medicare just making that rule change in the last couple of years to bring knees and then hips onto the outpatient fee schedule. Um, and so we'll continue to see that. I think one of the things I'm hoping for is to see the total shoulder make it onto the ASC fee schedule as well so that we can continue to provide that joint along with our knees and hips um, in an ASC. There's nothing more ambulatory than a shoulder procedure. And so hopefully we'll be able to continue to do that as CMS makes that change in the next couple of years.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That would be, you know, fantastic to see. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, could you share the top three trends that you're following in healthcare today?
1: Absolutely. And I'm kind of excited by what's I think is coming down the pipe for us. And uh, I think one of the biggest trends that I'm following today, of course, is just that higher acuity of care, and how it's going to continue to move outside the hospital's four walls. So it starts with total joints, uh, which we just talked about. I think spine is going to be another big one that's going to continue to grow in this decade. And then one that I'm starting to hear a lot more about, uh, which we're also looking into, is cardiac care. And so what procedures can make it to an ASC and what, what procedures um, are appropriate? And of course, that's state-by-state regulated, and you should understand what your state's regulations are. But I'm excited to see what you know the bright minds of our ASC world are thinking about when it comes to those three. There's another area within that that I'm also looking at, and it's really about cancer-related treatments and procedures. Um, there are new technologies out there for cryoablation and aquaablation, which I believe are going to change the way we treat certain cancers, especially for prostate cancer. And there's probably a world in which some of those can be done in the ASC. But I think that piece kind of dovetails into, I guess, my, my second trend, which is what procedures are going to make its way from the hospital to the ASC and then the ASC to the clinic. And so I wanted to keep my pulse on, um, my finger on the pulse of what, what that migration is going to be. Those technologies I just mentioned with cryoablation and aquaablation probably have a start in an ASC, a hospital or an ASC, but I think it'll eventually end up in a clinic procedure room. I think for what we do, uh, a lot of orthopedic care, such as carpal tunnels, are probably going to be migrating into the the clinic procedure room. I know they have already in other places in the country, uh, but I expect that to to happen in the next few years where we'll start seeing less of that in, in an operating room and more in procedure rooms around the country. And I guess finally, the, the last sort of trend I'm looking at is I'm watching to see how artificial intelligence makes its way into healthcare. I think right now what, what we're seeing, uh, what I'm looking at at least, is how we can include artificial intelligence into some of our back office functions like billing and coding. Uh, there's probably a, a really good place for it on prior authorizations and in the entire revenue cycle model. From a SHIELDS healthcare group perspective, we've already implemented Uh, artificial intelligence in our MRIs and in our technology to take MRI scans. And so we've seen remarkable things uh, in improving our timeliness and efficiency there, but also allowing us to get better pictures on those patients for less time on the table. And I think that's just going to translate into better sort of information that surgeons will have at at their hands to make better clinical decisions. It sounds like things are getting smarter and smaller. And so I'm keeping my finger on the pulse to just make sure that we stay out in front of that trend, too, and looking forward to including artificial intelligence into a lot of what we do moving forward.
0: Rishanth, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fascinating discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
1: Thanks so much, Laura. I appreciate it, and thanks uh, for giving us the opportunity to speak about our total joint program at Shields Healthcare Group.